Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Live With Me Rank Show. Appreciate you tuning in. If you'd like to join the program and discuss or have a thought or a question about what we're talking about, love to hear from you. The number's 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank, R-E as an excellent N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. Dana Nessel over the weekend tweeted, quote, wish some of the brave Michiganders who love to attend rallies against our governor dressed in full tactical gear armed with assault weapons and who claim to love freedom and hate communism would volunteer to go fight for Ukraine right now. They need your help, end quote. She did that Saturday. So her evilness even comes out on the weekend. I, I, I would respond, well, Dana, you hate freedom and you love communism, why aren't you going to go fighting for Russia right now? That's how I would have responded. Because she obviously, and again, for those of you who don't know, Dana Nessel, Attorney General, most activist uh, Attorney General we've ever had. You obviously hate freedom, and you obviously love communism. Why isn't your butt over there fighting for uh, the Russian uh, takeover of the Ukraine. But no, no one posed that. I wonder why. Also, Kalamazoo County ready to give out their first $3 million from that housing tax. You remember the housing tax? I wrote about it back on December 8th of last year. Kalamazoo County increased our housing tax 664%. And as I always say, there's not a tax increase that Kalamazoo or Portage uh, wouldn't vote for, and people voted for it. Now, I believe most people, and I have to say, I'm ashamed of myself because the same thing with me. Most people didn't. Sorry about that. I was thinking I was somewhere else. Most people didn't realize that they would literally increase our housing tax 664%. But they did. We saw the increase and probably just thought it was, ah, eh, not much. But it was at least 664%. Well, of that $3 million that they just collected from all of us, they're going to start with multifamily homes and build homes, take money from your home to build homes for others who are homeless. Now, I'm not heartless. The problem is I've been dealing with people for years who deal with the homeless. And these people tell me most of the homeless problem is due to drugs or alcohol. They choose to be homeless many because not that they want to be homeless. Don't get me wrong. They choose to not go into these homeless shelters because they have to be in by a certain hour. They can't drink or do drugs. This is what the professionals tell me. 
And I just accept what they're saying. I've gotten to know them over the years. Now, is there people who aren't involved with drugs or alcohol who find themselves homeless at times? Sure. I'm talking about the bigger portion of them. And more importantly, that a, Cal, a county like Kalamazoo County would slip something by you, a 664% increase minimum of a tax, and not explain it in that manner to everyone. They put out the numbers in which we could have deducted or (laughs) we could have came to that number. It just, I, I guess many of us, including myself, didn't think these people were that devious. That if they were to increase it 664%, the Kalamazoo County Treasurer at the time would have told people about it. The Calhoun County, excuse me, not Calhoun, Kalamazoo County Treasurer would have told people about this. The Kalamazoo County Commissioners would have told people about this. If you remember, John Geisler I had on and quite often do have on, him and I often agree to things. This one we disagreed. And that's the greatness about being a conservative. We can disagree with other conservatives. John and I disagreed on this one. I thought the county commissioners had the duty to tell everyone, you know, just so you know, this is a 664% increase in your tax. He did not. He thought the numbers were out there. They could have came out with themselves. But that's the greatness of what we and the right can do. We can disagree with each other and not just mutilate each other and attack like you're seeing on the left now when the far left is angry at the farther left or vice versa. A couple things we talked about in the first hour. I wrote a piece about, did a school board... Well, no, I did that to myself again. Grand Ledge Michigan School Board member apologizes for their COVID-19 policies has yours. You can check that out at wbckfm.com or wkmi.com. And the reason I want to point that out is because if you are truly sorry, now, unfortunately, it was only one of seven. The other six didn't care what they did to your kids uh, or enough to acknowledge it. They'll all rely on, they'll all point to someone else. Well, this is what our health department was telling us, or this is what so-and-so was telling us. But remember, when it comes to school, even St. Fauci back in the summer of 2020 Along with the CDC director, Robert Redfield, said, we got to get these kids in school. They're safer in schools. And the school said, no, we're going to continue to keep closed down and pay ourselves extra hazard pay for working in a non-hazardous way at home. Once you apologize, if you really mean it, you accept that you were wrong and possibly the next time this comes up, you won't go down that same path and make that same mistake. Also, for fun, I put out this piece because I was amazed that this could even happen in Michigan, even in the Upper Peninsula. Where in Michigan could it reach 300 inches of snow this winter? I told you, Gratiot Lake in Keweenaw Peninsula, which is west of Marquette and far north of Houghton 
kind of sticks up there into the uh, way up there into the into the lake. They have 265.5 inches of snow as of last week, headed for 300. <laughs> I mean, you have to be an avid ski mobile, and which there are a lot up there to want that. I love a big storm, as I wrote my piece. Love, love, love a big Michigan snowstorm. But I like it to come in on Friday after we're all home safe and maybe on Saturday where we can then dig out of it. I don't know if I'd like that and the cold that comes with it. And we talked about the people's convoys growing in size, 2,000-plus trucks and vehicles moving across the country. Started off in Barstow, California, last I heard. And Saturday it was in Oklahoma. They're scheduled to arrive on uh, in Washington, D.C. on or around March 5th. Well, if that's true, they're going to miss. Isn't tomorrow night the... Uh, State of the Union address? I'll double-check it. Since it's his State of the Union address, and we know it'll be nothing but lies, why bother even worrying about it? 269-441-9595. Here's some more good news I was bringing up earlier about polls. The ABC Washington Post poll. So this is a far-left news organization, ABC, and off the charts left socialist progressive news organization, Washington Post. This is their survey. In fact, here's the Washington Post headline of their poll. Quote, Post ABC poll finds a deeply pessimistic nation worried about the economy and Biden's leadership, end quote. That's not from Fox. That's from the Washington Post. That's the Post part of a Post, meaning Washington Post and ABC poll. They found that 75% of Americans say the economy is in bad shape. I want to know who the 25% who think the economy is not in bad shape. They say 60% say they are feeling the brutal boot of inflation now at a 40-year high. Who's not feeling that boot of inflation say they are better off under Biden, and those are all government people. And Republicans now have a 20-point lead among voters when asked which party can best steer the economy through the current challenges. And again, we told everybody this. The intelligent people told people this before they voted, and they voted for this. And as I said last hour, This isn't something that was hid from them like happens in the past. The left came right out there and said, we're going to open our borders. We're going to have a lawless borders. We're not going to have borders, they said. We're going to spend more money, which will kick us. And then the smart people will say they'll kick us into inflation. They saw what happened with the lawlessness and the BLM and the Antifa and the counter protesters rioting and looting and killing of innocent people and beating of people. They all voted for this. Now, what are they, surprised that it came? Talk about more about this. And 
again, I have the open question. What do you guys think should happen in Ukraine? There is a big divide that's happening, even within people on Fox, personalities on Fox, news people on Fox. And on the left, the left wants the many in the left media want the United States to get involved. Biden still says we won't get involved. I'm one of those people who says we should not send our troops there. Yes, we should help them fight Russia. Yes, we should supply them with military aid and food and whatever and intelligence. But we shouldn't send our people there. Well, it appears, you know, Jennifer Griffin from Fox News, who I used to have a lot of respect for until that whole baloney about Trump, whatever he said in Paris, they said about uh, our troops and not you're stupid if you join our army, whatever that. And we all knew that was baloney and it was proven to be wrong. She was a pusher of that. So I knew she wasn't someone that I could, I could no, I can no longer trust. She now says, if you say that uh, we shouldn't be fighting there, you're appeasing Putin. Really? And she used to be a straight news person. What happened to her? I don't know. You listen live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. I appreciate that. I was telling you about a far left news organization, ABC News, and a off the charts, very far left, Washington Post commissioned a what they now call a survey it's a poll in which they found out that 75 percent of us americans believe the economy is in bad shape and as i asked earlier who are the 25 percent that think it's in good shape or not bad shape 60 percent say they're feeling the brutal boot of inflation just 60 percent there's 40 percent of americans that are that wealthy that they don't feel it only 17 percent say they're better off under biden than they are under trump And Republicans have a 20-point lead among voters asked which party can best steer the economy through the current challenges. Washington Post headline of their own poll said, Post-ABC poll finds a deeply pessimistic nation worried about the economy and Biden's leadership, end quote. His job approval has hit a new low with this poll, 37%. 61% disapprove of him who are independent, the very important, as they say, independent voters. Even Democrats' support for Biden is faltering, they said. 25%, neither, nearly, well, I'm sorry, nearly one in four, 19% disapprove of what Biden's doing. These are Democrats, declared Democrats. With 4% not answering the question. So it's probably 23%. Other findings, 50 to 40% respondents want to see the next Congress controlled by Republicans. 59% say Biden is not a strong leader. 36% say he is. 66% of independents say he is not. 47% disapprove of his early handling of the crisis in Ukraine. 75% rate the economy as not good or poor. 75% said we've gotten worse under Biden than Trump. 54% of all voters believe that Biden is not sharp enough mentally to be the president of the United States. That's because someone else is controlling 
what's happening in our country. Big thing that happened is, and we knew it was going to happen, a far leftist judge was nominated to the Supreme Court. So are they going to come up with how she was involved in high school in group rapings at parties? I wonder if that's uh, she's involved in that. Remember what they did to Kavanaugh? So I ask you on the left, should the right do what your team did to this woman? It's unfortunate for her, takes away her nomination because we were told, yeah, the first thing is just that they had to be black and a female and we'll worry about everything else after that. She could be, well, she's not, but she could have been the best pick Because remember, there's no left or right. There's no Obama or Trump judges, according to the head of the Supreme Court. She could have been the best pick, but we'll never know because all that mattered was that she was black and a woman first. But apparently, she's got a lot of baggage with her, as well as not much experience when it comes to judging. She was the one the far left wanted. Of the three, she was the one that the far left was asking for. And it's not just rank or Republicans saying it. Not at all. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. I had to fix something. She was not the one. I forgot where I was. Oh, you don't have to blame me. You don't have to blame anybody uh, in Fox News. NBC News, far left news organization. They wrote, quote, Jackson fits well with the progressive movement's agenda, end quote. That's NBC News. That's not me. That's not Fox News. That's NBC News. Many far-left advocacy groups, NBC News says, have openly pushed for her appointment. The one that was more moderate, and you would think you would want a more moderate, not a far-left or far-right person on the bench. I think her name was Childs. They were pushing him not to nominate him, her. In 2018, this woman he nominated blocked Trump's executive orders to hold government employees accountable for poor performance and their negligence. Now, think about that. Is that really a far left or a far right issue? Well, it's certainly not a far right issue. It's a far left issue that you can't hold government employees accountable for their poor performance and negligence. In fact, her ruling was so bad legally, the extremely liberal D.C. Circuit Court unanimously reversed it. But that's who Biden chose to be your next Supreme Court justice, a woman who thinks that government employees should not be held accountable for their poor performance and negligence. And she ruled on zero legal ground that even the far-left D.C. Circuit Court unanimously overturned her and said, you are so out of bounds when it comes to the law. 
2019, she blocked the Trump administration from speeding up the process for deport, uh, deporting illegal immigrants. Her reasoning, you ready? She claimed that the Department of Homeland Security failed to consider the impact of deportation on the people who illegally entered our country, end quote. Wrap your head around that one. You can't send them back because you haven't considered the impact of the deportation on them. All right. You can't send that child rapist into school, I mean, into jail, because you, you didn't consider the impact of sending him to jail, what that would be on him, his family, his children, if he had any. You can't send that murderer into jail because you didn't consider the impact of deportation, or excuse me, of sending him to jail. You can't send that car thief. You can't fill in the blank. This is who he nominated. 2015, to protect a longtime Clinton aide, Philip Raines, from having to explain why he conducted government work on a private email account. She was part of that. She ruled he didn't have to explain why he was illegally conducting government work on a private email server. Her stance on abortion, in 2001, she filed an amicus brief alongside the radical pro-abortion group NARAL that targeted the free speech of pro-life Americans. She was trying to shut down the free speech of pro-life Americans, and that's who Biden chose to be your next Supreme Court justice. Yes, Many of you may just try to blow this off to think that, oh, well, you're just from the right. You're going to be against anybody he was for. I knew he was going to put up a far left or a left person. But is this really someone you think has the judge, the uh, legal temperament to be a Supreme Court justice? One who doesn't believe government employees should be held accountable for their poor performance and negligence? Negligence? Even her fellow lefty said you have no legal grounds of which to do what you did and unanimously reversed her. Or those who says that you shouldn't be deporting, deporting these people because you guys still haven't fully failed to consider the impact of deportation. Wow. That's who we have. And, of course, Michigan attorneys, elected officials, and other residents warmly welcome Joe Biden's selection of this woman for the U.S. Supreme Court. Calling her pick as the first black woman nominee historic and long overdue. Why is it always that? In fact, I have something here I saw. Where is it? Here it is. Headline, MLI, black-owned karate school in Genesee County led by father-daughter duo offers more than self-defense. Is that all you think of these people is color? Why can't it a karate school in Genesee County led by a father and daughter duo offers more than self-defense? Why does it have to be black-owned? Because they're infatuated with the color of people. They are truly the bigots and racist. You're living alive with rank on this Beautiful Monday. It's supposed to get even warmer over the next two days. So maybe we'll be coming out of this, well, 
pretty cold at times winter. Global warming, very cold winter this year. 269-441-9595 if you guys have a thought about what I'm talking about today or a question or what have you. If you want to be part of the program, love to hear from you. You could email me at rank, R-E-N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. I wanted to just wrap up my little quick discussion on this person who Biden put up as a judge, the next Supreme Court justice. I could care less what color they are, what body parts they are, but that's what Biden needed first is a color and a body part. So I feel bad for her in some respect because people won't respect uh, her as being chosen because Biden had to put that out there. Why didn't he just choose a black uh, female judge or person to be the next uh, Supreme Court justice? Why do you have to tell the world that you're going to, thus telling the world that that's what's first and I'm not going to look at 97% no, 3% of the rest of the people out there? But if I was just to tell you, take away your politics... If I was just to say to you that Biden nominated a person who believes that government employees should not be held accountable for their poor performance and negligence, wouldn't you say that's kind of weird? And you would not certainly want someone like that as a Supreme Court justice. This woman did that. And she was overturned. Or if I said to you, Biden just nominated, and again, take away your politics, Someone that said the Department of Homeland Security should not be able to deport people because they failed to consider the impact of deportation on on them. Again, you'd have to say the same about murder. You'd have to say the same about rape, pedophiles, all of it. You can't throw them in jail. Have you, or maybe you can, but have you fully considered the impact of them going in jail would have on their families and friends. And there's more. But you would say no. This person, let alone being a Supreme Court judge, shouldn't be a judge anywhere. Well, she is. Of course, everybody in Michigan saying how great she is. In fact, no, they're actually they're saying it's great that she's a black woman. And then up raises it. All of us were so fooled, just like we were fooled with Mitt Romney. We were so fooled, and I was fooled by Mitt Romney, and I was fooled by Paul Ryan. Former Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan voiced his support Friday for this woman. Now, they have a family connection. Ryan's sister-in-law is married to the twin brother of him. But you just don't have to say come out and support someone who doesn't believe government employees should be held accountable for their performance or negligence and all the other things I told you. You just keep your mouth shut, Paul. Man, were we fooled. I'm telling you guys, that's why I bring this forward to you. These people who say they're Republicans and then aren't, or these people who will vote for or, or, or support a 664% increase in your taxes in Kalamazoo County and then claim to be Republicans and hide it from you? 
the 664% increase. They'll give you the numbers, but little do people take the, well, we're going to move from uh, 0.08 mils to 3 mil, whatever it is. 269-441-9595. You listen to Live with Rank. Let's go to the phone lines. And John, thanks a lot for calling in and holding on. I appreciate that. Welcome. Good morning, Rank. Morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, you, good. Uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Jennifer Griffin, I heard. Oh, I watch Jennifer Griffin, and I watch McGregor, and I watch Kellogg. And although I like parts of what Kellogg had to say, I also liked what McGregor had to say because I thought it was a more interesting analysis, even though McGregor was only a colonel. Well, why now, don't you explain what's going on? Well, if you may, what John's talking about is uh, the latest thing that Jennifer Griffin has come out with is calling this guy McGregor a, was it appease, appeasing him? Was that it? The appeasing, appeasement to Russia, Putin? Something to, of, of that nature because he happened to have a different thought than she does on this. Correct. Uh, that is uh, basically correct. Uh, she was actually ruder than that. Uh, but uh, you have to understand where Jennifer Griffin comes from. She's been brainwashed because she's been dealing with the uh, CIA and the uh, intelligence agencies. And she's uh, believing everything that they tell her. Okay. And they want to go to war. They're interested in having us in wars. Okay. Trump is not interested in having us go in wars, but Trump is willing to supply people such as the Ukrainians with equipment that would assist them in fighting a war. McGregor's analysis that uh, Putin doesn't want to go further than Ukraine right now, I think, but it's only a thought, is a pretty good analysis. And it is what Trump probably believes as well. So I found Jennifer Griffin extremely narcissistic. She's the gal that thinks she knows it all. And she's very rude, and she leaves no room for another opinion which should make you think. Yeah, and that's the issue. It's not, if I may, John, that's the issue. It's not that she disagreed with him. That's fine. But to say, because you di you disagree with what I say and what all my government uh, people tell me, uh, you are, and, and she did, she said he was appeasing the Russian president because he said, why are we, uh, why are we supporting Ukraine with all these weapons, we can't stop. And it's inevitable that the Russian army will win because of the numbers. So many more people will die needlessly, is what he said. And Jennifer Griffin then, I guess, believes that they should die needlessly because Russia is going to win this war against them unless there's a no-fly zone and other things happen. Well, then that's a much bigger uh, issue. In fact, this is the same Fox News Jennifer Griffin who said, quote, my sources are unimpeachable, end quote. And Trump did talk about disparaging the military and the wounded and killed soldiers. Right, Jennifer. She never did pay the price for that, did she?
John. No, uh, she did not. She's very narcissistic. I'm sorry to say that about her, uh, but I listened very carefully to her, and I listened carefully to McGregor, and I listened to Kellogg. And she is with the Cheney camp, and Cheney is a neocon. They want to go to war. They want to spend uh, defense dollars and keep their defense people in, in gold uh, and at the expense of the American people. President Trump is entirely different. Trump only wants to go to war if war is a necessity. And if there's a way to preclude it through strength, he will. And so the problem is, is Jennifer Griffin, to my thinking, is dead wrong. And McGregor is reasonably correct. And Kellogg has good things to say as well. All right, John. think of them in combination. Right. I'm going to take a quick break. You should stay tuned. I'm going to play that Trump piece. It's about two set minutes back in, I think it was 2018, where he was sitting directly across from the NATO general, the guy who runs NATO, and, uh, and others in what he had to say. So if you can stay tuned, I would appreciate that. Thanks for calling in, 269-441-9595. You guys have a thought. And again, it, my concern is that it's not that she, this woman on Fox News, believes that uh, it has a different viewpoint. And her viewpoint is in line with the the trusted, vaunted Secret Service and our FBI and what have you. It's not that. It's the fact that if you don't believe like she does, you're appeasing Putin. That's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Could it be that Trump was simply the best we've had in a long time as president? Since Ronald Reagan? Could it be? Now, not his personality, not his mean tweets or his, but his insight and his uh, intelligence on what's going on out there. Now, I know many in the media, all in the media, tried to make you think differently. And Trump fed into that at time. I get that. And possibly that great insight that he had, because pretty much everything he's saying, has said, has come true. His insight came from being from outside, like the rest of us, most of us, almost all of us. And not being... Zomnified, if I can use that, make up that word, and always thinking the same way. Like Jennifer Griffin literally believes that the CIA and all her sources are impeccable. Oh, you mean the ones who lie for a living? They're un uh, unimpeachable is what she would. Really, the ones who lie for a living, those sources are unimpeachable. You do realize that's what they're paid to do, lie now, they're not supposed to lie to us, the American people, but we've proven that they have. Maybe because he was able to come like us as an outsider and know and see all that's going on there. And that's why the swamp, all of them were against him because he was spilling the beans on him. Listen to this. This is back in 2018. Picture this. I got it from a video. He's at a small table with, I don't know, maybe six, seven people on one side, six or seven people on the other side. He's in the middle, the secretary general, the guy who's running the, U, uh, the UN. Uh, yeah, I think it was the UN, not NATO. Or was it NATO? I can't remember. NATO. 
NATO, is on the other side. They're, they're not more than four feet apart. And Trump says this. It's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries. And then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. So we're supposed to protect you against Russia, but they're paying billions of dollars to Russia. And I think that's very inappropriate. And the former chancellor of Germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying the gas. Uh, ultimately, Germany will have almost 70 percent of their country controlled by Russia with natural gas. So you tell me, is that appropriate? I mean, we're, I've been complaining about this from the time I got in. It should have never been allowed to have happened. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. And I don't think it should have happened. And I think we have to talk to Germany about it. On top of that, Germany is just paying a little bit over 1 percent, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2 percent of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody, and yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it because I don't think they understood it or they just didn't want to get involved. But I have to bring it up because I think it's very unfair to our country, it's very unfair to our taxpayer. And I think that these countries have to step it up, not over a 10-year period, they have to step it up immediately. Germany is a rich country. They talk about they're going to increase it a tiny bit by 2030. Well, they could increase it immediately tomorrow and have no problem. I don't think it's fair to the United States. So we're going to have to do something because we're not going to put up with it. We can't put up with it. What do you think the media would be saying right now if that was Obama or Biden, who said that, or Clinton, they would be hailing them as Nostradamus, as the smartest people in the room. Take away the name Trump and just play that, just like I said with that Supreme Court justice pick. Let's not say it's a left or a right, not even tell you if we could live in a world where we wouldn't know who's nominating that person. And I was just to tell you that they ruled against holding government employees accountable for their work or their negligence. I think 99% of common sense people would sit there and say, there's no way that person, let alone be a judge, uh, be a, let alone be a Supreme Court justice, be a judge even anywhere in this country at the lowest level. If you would be fair, same thing here. You heard what he just said, and he's right. Why do you think they're not holding SWIFT away, taking SWIFT away from 100% of the, uh, the banks in Russia? You could take it away from 99% of the banks in Russia. They'll sit there and, well, 99% of all banks in Russia, we've taken the ability to, for them to basically do business 
outside of their own country. Well, that 1% is what Putin will use. That one bank is what he'll use to continue funding his war with Germany's money, with our money. We buy 600,000 barrels a day from him to fund that war. Thanks, everybody. Take a quick top of the hour break, and we'll talk about more of this coming up right after this. You'll listen live with Rank. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.